Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard of it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha, and her sister, and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then, after he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. When Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Thomas, called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out. They followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. 
Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and his feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. You hear that story and you feel it, don't you? Isn't it amazing to listen to that read and feel what Mary and Martha felt that day? You feel it, and here's why you feel it, because you've experienced it. You have walked that journey. You know what got Mary and Martha to that place because you've been to that place. You've experienced that grief. And we, we say grief. Grief comes from pain, and pain comes from loss. And it could be the loss of a dream. It could be the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a career. It could be the loss of a relationship. It could be the loss of um, something that you were holding on to with all that you had. See, grief shows up at all of our doors and never lets you know it's coming. Never gives you any word in advance so you can prepare yourself. It's the unannounced guest that's never wanted. But yet grief shows up for all of us. And all of us at some point feel what Mary and Martha felt. We experience what Mary and Martha went through and we've got to make a decision on how we're going to get through it. Mary and Martha's story was left in scripture, maybe for you and maybe for me. So don't get, we don't get stuck where we're at, but we're able to keep moving to see what he has for us. Would you pray with me? Boy, right where you're seated this morning, right where you're watching from this morning, would you just ask the Lord to walk into your story? Would you? You know what it is that your experience, because it's real to you, it showed up at your door. The career you had planned, the, the life you had planned, just didn't turn it out like you thought it would. God, walk into our stories today and may we get why you left this story in there. And God, may it change us for the rest of our journey. And Father, I pray this now in Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning, everybody. If I've never met you before, my name is Mike. I'm really, really glad you're here. Two reasons we did that reading today like that. One, I, I love hearing that from a female's perspective since that's such a, a story for Mary and Martha. Second, I don't want you to have to stand for that long. All right, so that's my gift to you on Super Bowl Sunday. All right, I'm taking care of you, all right? So when we walk through grief, when grief shows up at our door, what do we do with it? It's coming, it's gonna arrive, it's gonna show up when you least expect it, 
What do we learn from Mary and Martha that you and I can use today? Three things, three common things, ready? You got a pen, pencil, something to write with, you wanna jot it down, or thumbs to type it, I hope you got your app out and you're able to type in or type on your computer if you're watching online this morning. There were three questions that were asked that are universal questions when you walk through grief. Now, time out, everybody look at me. These questions do not have anything to do with the depth of your faith. Your faith can be rock solid, deep, deep, you're still gonna ask these questions. Now, if you have that faith, you're gonna move through them quicker than when you don't. But we all ask these questions. First question, ask today. Jesus, where were you? That's a valid question. He was two miles away. Mary, Martha, friends of Jesus, Jesus hung out at their house. We just read about it the other week. He hung out at their house. He came over and ate dinner with them. Remember, Martha was ready, getting the dinner ready, and, and Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet, so he'd just been at their house. Now their brother Lazarus is sick, and Jesus is two miles away and is a no-show. He's a no-show. Which you make the assumption do you just not like us? Do you not love us? Jesus, where were you? If you had been here, this wouldn't happen. So Martha asked the question. We expect Martha to ask it. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, this is such a great part of Martha's personality. She didn't wait for him to get there. She went out and met him. All right, she, Jesus didn't even get into the village. Martha goes out and finds Jesus, but Mary remains seated in the house. And look at what Martha asked him. Look at this. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been, what's that word? Help me out. What is it? You ever feel that way? God, if you'd have been here, I wouldn't be experiencing what I'm going through. Jesus, if you'd have been here, I wouldn't be feeling what I'm feeling. Jesus, if you were really the God I thought you were and I had sung about, I know you would have been here. Because my brother, there's no way he would have died. You know, I think we all go through this thing of we know that grief and pain and loss is something we experience in this life. We just don't like when it shows up for us. We get it. I mean, we all understand that. Martha's going, Jesus, we've hung out together. I mean, you've been in our house. Where were you? Why'd you not show up? Why, why, do, why did you not get here in time? So remember the, the ancient, all right, they believed that the spirit would stay around the body for three days. So in Martha's mind, Jesus, for you to come one day earlier, you could have raised Lazarus from the dead, but he waited four days, which meant all hope was gone. How many of you have ever asked the question, Jesus, where were you when you went through something? Raise your hand. I've asked it. I'll ask it again, and I know the answer. And I'll ask it again, why? Because it's just something we do in life when we go through 
pain that comes from loss that leads to grief. And grief is the loss of anything. You could fill in the blank, right? So that was Martha. But look at Mary. Mary was the worshiper, right? Mary's the one that we found her on, on her knees. In fact, the story begins, she was on her knees the last time we read about her, worshiping and listening and soaking it all in. So surely Mary's not gonna feel that way. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and she saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, this is so, this how universal this is. Lord, if you had been where? My brother would not have died. Basically, here's what she was saying. Jesus, I know our loss can't be your best. You ever feel that way? I know the pain that I'm feeling right now can't be your best. This has to be a mistake. If you'd have just been here, my brother would still be here. So you got Martha, you got Mary, but you also have these, these folks that were mourners. All right? They were a community that would come together when, when there was mourning to be done in the community. There would be people that just showed up and mourned with you, right? So these mourners said something really interesting. Look at what they said. So the Jews said, these people, see how he loved him, but some of them said, look at this, could he could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? All right, yes or no question. Was Jesus able to save Lazarus before he died, yes or no? He didn't do it. Yes or no question. Is Jesus able to solve any prayer that we take his way, yes or no? Yes, just sometimes the answers we get back are like the ones Mary and Martha got back. It's not what you would have chosen. And I think there's times we feel like we have to defend God. Well, I know, I, I know what you're saying, but, and we get defensive about God. You ever talk to a friend that really doesn't believe and they start riding in on God real hard? You're like, whoa, let me, let me, let me defend him. He doesn't need defending. So let's call time out and talk about this real quick. There's two parts of this I love. Number one, aren't you thankful this story got left in scripture? This didn't have to be in there, but this needed to be in there because you and I need this story. That's one part of it. Second part of that is this. Jesus could have busted Mary and Martha big time about not believing. And who are you to ask me questions? Who are you? Mary, you worship me. You know I'm the coming savior. Why are you asking me these questions? He never does that. And I want you to write this down under number one. This is huge for your journey. God can handle your questions and your doubts. He can handle them. He can handle them. You just gotta keep walking. God can handle your questions and your doubts. He never pops Mary and Martha by going, who do you think you are asking me where I was? I had a purpose in this. Jesus 
Where were you? So here, here's the last little piece and we'll move on to number two. There's gonna be things that are gonna happen in your life that will not make sense. And you will never be able to rectify them. And you can ask the why question all day long and there will be no good answer for you. Mary and Martha, they get to see their brother rise again, but would they have chosen that, that never had to happen and he just get healed before he died? Yes. Universal question, Jesus, where were you? Second question, we all ask, do you care? Do you care? I go to church, I give money, I'm in a small group, I serve, I'm trying to do right. Man, I made a New Year's resolution in 2021. I'm gonna go to church, I'm gonna tune in every week, I'm gonna read a Bible story to my kids, whatever it was, and now life, loss has visited my door, and God, it sure seems like you just don't care. You just don't care. That's exactly what Mary and Martha felt about Jesus that day. Jesus, I thought we were friends. Do you not care what I'm walking through? So let's talk about this real quick, a little theology. We celebrate Christmas, we celebrate the virgin birth, which means Jesus bypassed the sin nature. Jesus was 100% God, right? He was 100% God. So the miracles that Jesus performed, the feeding of the 5,000, loaves and fish, right? A little boy's lunch. Jesus takes it. Some of y'all knew this for the Super Bowl party tonight, all right? And, and he feeds 5,000 people with it. There were more, it's probably 15,000. He feeds them with it. That was God in the flesh. That was a miracle that only he could do, right? Did Mary and Martha see Jesus do miracles, yes or no? Yes, they had been witness to him. They knew this part. That's why they were so frustrated. They knew he could have. They knew he could have, but he didn't. But in this passage, more than any other passage, you see his human side. To read this with me. Because you're gonna ask the question, do you care? You're gonna ask that. You're gonna feel that. God, you're answering the prayers of everybody else, but you're not answering my prayers. Do you care? And when Jesus, the human side of Jesus, when Jesus saw her, what's that word? Weeping isn't crying. Weeping is when you're crying from a pit you didn't even know existed. Y'all ever wept before? It's not just tears. That's crying. Weeping is when you reach down in a guttural part of you. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, look at what it says, he was deeply moved in his spirit and he was greatly troubled. Time out. Now, when I heard Elise read this a second ago, he told the disciples 
that Lazarus had fallen asleep. Now, they were not the brightest bunch, all right? And so they thought literally Lazarus was having a long nap. They didn't understand Lazarus had died. Jesus is gonna have to break it out a little bit more for him. And Jesus said, I allowed this to happen so that you would believe in who I was. So, yes or no question. Did Jesus know in advance he was gonna heal Lazarus, yes or no? Yes, he knew that. And yet he still felt the pain of Mary and Martha. Think about that. He knew what he was about to do. And yet he still felt the pain of Mary and Martha. And I want everybody to look at me. And he feels your pain too when you go through loss. And when you get down on your knees to pray, when you're desperate and you don't have anywhere else to turn and you're wondering, does God care? I want you to remember this story. Yes, he cares. And it moves him down to his spirit, even knowing what he was gonna do. Think about when we go through grief here. So I lose my parents a couple years ago and I wept and I knew where they were. I knew they went to heaven. I believe that. And it would be really easy for God to look down and go, come on, Mike, let's go. I mean, you've done... You've done 400 funerals for people. Why are you crying? Because it's pain here. Doesn't lessen my faith. Does that make sense to everybody? Jesus was moved in his spirit and he was greatly troubled and he asked them, where have you laid him? And they said, Lord, come and see. In the shortest verse in all the New Testament, Jesus wept. The weeping that Mary and Martha did, Jesus did too. Why? Because he felt pain like you and I feel pain. What's the hope of that? The hope of that is we will never face something in this life he does not understand. And when you get on your knees and you're crying out to God and you're going, God, where are you? And God, do you care? The answer to that question is, I'm here and yes, I care. Does that make sense to everybody? Now at this point, Mary and Martha don't know what Jesus is gonna do. In their mind, Jesus could have just been going to the tomb to mourn with them. They didn't know that Jesus never showed up at a funeral, that he didn't do something about. I want you to write this little thought down. Ready? It's a free thought today. Type it in your phone. It'll be a great keeper. In times of grief and loss, Never interpret God's love by your circumstances. In times of grief and loss, never interpret God's love by your circumstances. But rather, in times of grief and loss, never interpret God's love by your circumstances, but rather interpret your circumstances by his love. Never interpret his love by your circumstances, but interpret your circumstances by his love. They didn't know where Jesus was, but he sure knew where they were. And number three, what do I do now? You know, it wasn't an accident that this story was left in the Gospels. So what do I do with it? What do I do now? In loss and grief, we walk through stages. What do we do? We 
we keep walking, and we keep trusting. <clears throat> you know, there's just, um, here's the crazy part. Everybody look at me. The, the, the crazy part is we can hear this and go, I got it. Monday morning, that knock comes with a loss we didn't see coming. A career, a job, a person, relationship. And it's like the lights get cut out. That's what happened to Mary Martha. It's like the lights cut out. But we learn a great truth in this story. The truth is, there's great purpose, but we gotta keep walking to find it. And it doesn't mean it'll be what we want. It doesn't mean we'll understand it here. I had a fellow pitching coach that's, that's over here. We, I work with high school pitchers, and we give them cues. Now, I'll say the same things over and over and over. And why do I do that? Because in a game when the heat is on and they can't do something right, I want them to remember those words. When the lights cut out in your life, I want you to remember this. Keep walking and keep trusting. You're not alone. Your pain does not catch him off guard. Your questions don't alarm him. He just wants you to trust him. That's what he wanted from Mary and Martha. I wonder if this was the thought God had when he told Isaiah these words. I want you to just close your eyes and listen to these words. God told Isaiah to write, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. But Isaiah let them know that they're gonna have to go through them. Just let them know they're not alone. Hey, Isaiah, tell them that when they pass through the raging rivers, the rivers will not overflow them. I'm with them. And Isaiah, tell them when they walk through the fire, the fires of loss and fires we all face in this life, they're not going to be burned, nor the flames scorch them, because I got them. I don't know where you are this morning. But I know this, he's faithful and he's true. And if he can deliver Mary and Martha through that season, he can deliver you. He can do it again. Maybe you're sitting in this room today and you say, Mike, I am stuck in loss and grief. But I don't want to be. I want to keep moving towards him. Would you just take a second and tell the Lord? He knows. He knows how you feel. He knows what you're experiencing. 
Would you just say to God, I don't, God, I don't understand, but I trust you. Would you tell him that today? I know you're working it for my good. I know there's an end to the story. I, I can't see it, but I trust you. That's healing right there. Maybe you go, man, Mike, today, I've heard about Jesus, but I don't know him. He's never been my savior. But I feel alone because I am alone. I don't want to be alone anymore. Can I lead you in a prayer to meet him? Could I? The one that walked through the waters and the fire for you. goes like this. Dear Lord Jesus, would you pray that? Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe you lived for me. I believe you died for me. And I believe you rose again just for me. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus, and be my personal Lord and Savior today. Welcome home. Don't know where you are. Don't know how your story is going to end. But I know this. If he was faithful to Mary and Martha... He can do it again with you.